Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking Comics Podcast. It is, if I'm correct, December 29th. How we've lived three weeks in one afternoon, I'll never know. Uh, For those of you counting at home, this is episode number 527. This is it, folks. This is the final episode of our nominations podcast before we get to the awards or maybe a podcast in between we haven't decided yet uh i am your host steve say and join me for the 10th annual awards nomination ceremony round three is mr bob ryer hey what are you doing new year's eve ah that's my anniversary congratulations thank you it's gonna be five years married and nine years together so what's bronwyn doing that day Ah, <laughs> oh, that's our name is getting cute. Look at you, you're so cute. Adorable, adorable response from Aaron Amos. Uh Joey Bracino is here. I'll probably be doing some karaoke on New Year's Eve. I think that's what we're gonna do. What is your go-to karaoke song, sir? Uh Just a Girl by No Doubt and Complicated by Avril Devine. Wow. Oh my god, I want to see both of those so bad. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> I see the you acting like somebody else. Get some meat frustrated. Oh, I want to go drinking and karaokeing with Joey. Yeah, Sounds like a good time. Uh, John, what is your go-to karaoke song? I don't have one. Uh, let's say, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I paused too long. <laughs> Slippery went <West> wet, Bonjo. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Sucking the energy right out of the room. I've never done karaoke. <laughs> Oh, we'll see now. That's the story. Why the hell not? You got to come over here to the East Coast. Karaoke is a mainstay. Yeah, in in the middle of Iowa, we just, uh, we drink beer and stand in cornfields and just piss them off about life. <laughs> not that you not that you get much opportunities to like drive in the car alone, but when you do, do you sing along to music in the car? Oh yeah, my my go-to station is uh, Sirius XM 34 Lithium uh, alternative hits of the 1990s and I try yeah. to sing along with everything. Black Hole Sun! <laughs> oh yeah! Hey, Steve, did I mention that I saw like Nirvana over 30 times? Nope, we're not doing it. Wow. wow. John, John just nope. threw all of his goodwill from the last two episodes out the window. And y'all did it here off air too and John was like, yeah, crisscross! <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing it. We're not going on this rabbit I guarantee again. you my crisscross stories are more embarrassing than yours, John. All right, what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we're doing the final final categories of our 2021 10th annual, whatever you want to call it, podcasts. These categories include 
best film based on a comic book property, best writer, best artist, and best overall comic. There you go. Uh, and we'll also have a, uh, a special mention because we usually do a special mention each year, or at least I think we do, but we definitely, definitely have one this year. I know that some of you are listening to these episodes and you're like, hey, where is this thing? Well, we're saving some of the best for last. That's for sure. Good cover. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's my job. That's what I do. Old pro. That's what they call me. Down by the water. All right. <laughs> Best film based on a comic book property. I'm going to tell you what my nominations for this category are. Are you ready? Yeah, yes, sir. Go. My nominations for this are Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. And Chloe Zhao's Eternals. Ooh. Yes. That is what I am voting for. Those are my those are my picks. Uh, I feel real good about them. And now you get to all just destroy my hopes and dreams. Joey, why don't you 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 plunge the first dagger in? The Suicide Squad. <gasps> Eternals. Oh my god. I think I'll sit on my last nomination. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> you know you're going for Shang-Chi. I don't know, man. I don't know. What? Okay. Uh, Aaron, you're next. I'm going to go with Simulio and them. Yeah. And uh, then I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Eternals. Okay. I had to think about that. And then I'm going to throw a curveball that no one's going to see coming, but I'm going to put it out there because I think I should. Batman the Long Halloween. I knew you were going to do it. That was good. That was a a mighty fine Batman. Bob. Shang-Chi. The Suicide Squad. Black Widow. Uh, Joey. I already went. Oh, you went. I'm sorry. Um, John. He forgot. I've done that once throughout all of these things. You're no, lucky. That's no, no, a low no. number for me. That was more so for John. It's like he forgot. It's okay. He, he forgot uh, who you are, John. Bob, Bob got it right. Shang-Chi, Black Widow, The Suicide Squad. All right. I'm going to put my last vote. Obviously, Shang-Chi is the best movie of the year, but I'm going to put my last vote behind Batman Long Halloween. Yes, bitch. <laughs> So, okay, hold on a second. That's it. That's, we got it. We that's, it. that's the whole, yeah. yeah. Wow. That was easy. Lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey, do you want to say the words? Yeah. I mean, the reason why the other, the big other uh, release this year was the Snyder Cut, which we all watched, and some of us drank an entire bottle of wine in viewing it. <laughs> And it it was great. And as we talked about on the show, uh, when the Snyder Cut came out, it is definitely a market improvement on what the studio and he who shall not be named did to that movie to force and make the the release date. Um, And for fans of it, it was everything that they could have wanted. And for people that were not kind of down with the down with the system to begin with, um, 
at least we kind of recognized it for what it was. But I think looking at the nominees here that we have, Shang-Chi, The Suicide Squad, Eternals, Batman Long Halloween, and Black Widow, I think these are the movies that um, I think are the ones that are really standouts of the year. That's what I think. All right. I like that curveball of uh, Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice job, Aaron. It was on the list. It was on a lot of lists, and uh, I know that y'all talked really positively about it when it came out. So I'm glad that it was, it was great. It was great. I'm excited to watch it again. Yes, I haven't seen it, so it'll be great. Yeah, great to. Is it? Are we? Are we including both parts? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Okay. Why not? Got it. Yeah. No, that's fine. I love it. All right. Wow. <laughs> Told you that was going to be great. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on. I guess. Oh boy. Coming at coming at you with the big ones here. We're up for best writer, mm. best mm. writer category. Easy peasy. Oh, Mister Easy Peasy over here, Joey. What do you got? Uh, James Tynan the fourth, Vita Ayala, Ed Brubaker. Um, Bob, why don't you go next? Kelly Thompson, Dan Slott who continues to find new ways to tell classic Fantastic Four stories that seem fresh every time around. Obviously, Kelly Thompson's writing everything, so she gets a nomination. And I mentioned before, and I think we need to put it in here, Ta-Nehisi Coates for Captain America. That's a lot of heavy lifting he did to get that book to where it is, and particularly past that artwork we were discussing before, mm-hmm. to tell a story that impactful with just his words doing all the work. But Ta-Nehisi Coates, Dan Slott, Kelly Thompson. Aaron, why don't you go to... Oh, here it is. It's in my Google memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely spelled that wrong. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. So, Aaron, you're next. Okay. N.K. Jemison. No, I'm sorry. I'm busy, but, um, you can. Uh, no, I thought we nominated her last year. We did. So, yeah. No. Okay. Um, uh, Scotty Young. Oh, okay. Have you ever nominated Scotty Young? I couldn't find... Wait a minute. For... I thought that was just breakthrough. It is. Writer, writer, writer. writer. So, whoever, so he can nominate okay. whoever he wants. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Okay. All right. So Scotty Young, Tom Taylor. Yeah. Vita. Come on. This Come is, on, man. Damn, Vita. Damn. Oh, I, I literally have all those names on my like as like backups. <laughs> so I'm like trying to, uh, you know what? I'm going to hold. Oh, I'm going to put one in the Oh, he's teasing us, Bob. He's teasing us. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to put it in pocket. Oh man, I hate this. <laughs> uh, who else didn't? John, did you go yet? No. Uh, <laughs> two, in row, again. two in a row, John. Two in a row. It's okay. Chip Look, he pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Zdarsky. There you go. Chip Zippy. Uh, Ed Brubaker. Nice. Kelly Thompson. Oh, Ooh. throwing it down. This might be the first year we get Ed Brubaker on this list. It's going to do it. I tried to I tried to really break it up, but I'm not going to. Uh, James Tynan. Absolutely. James Tynan with a bullet. Uh, <sighs> Scotty Young. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Scotty Young and... Tom Taylor. Bro, are you serious? You're going to put Tom Taylor on this list? 
He's already in Breakthrough Writer. You're going to throw his weight behind yeah. him. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm Vito down, on calm this down. List. We got Dan Slot on this list. We got Coach. Calm. And you're going to be like, Tom Taylor. Oh. I'm going to go with Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna go. put Chip Zdarsky on this list. <laughs> oh, you're gonna put Chip Zdarsky on this list. He's been on this list for the last two years. We got Vita on this list. We got Dan Slot on this list. We got Tom Taylor on this list. We got Tana. Didn't Coates Vita on this win list. breakthrough last year? So maybe this was their big year, huh? You ever think about that? Uh, 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 uh. Wow, you're really annoying uh, me right now. Apparently he didn't. He didn't care. So I think we should just <laughs> What's next? Listen, I, I can throw support behind Vita as well. I love their work. Remember, well, we got one we slot left now. We got five. We're we're good here. We got four for sure's. <laughs> well, what if Vita, Vita, Dan, and Tanahisi duke it out? Let's talk about it. What if Aaron had a vote left? Hey, Aaron. Oh, 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 our 4R, Kelly Thompson, and Brewbreaker James Tyne in the fourth, Scotty Young, correct? No, Zadarski. No, Chip Zadarski. We took Scotty Young off. He has two votes. Yeah, but then everybody else has two or three. Yeah, but then I bullied Steve and he put his vote behind uh, Chip Zdarsky instead. No, I think he put one behind Young and Zdarsky. Yeah. Oh. You might have our five. One, two, three, four, five. Good job, I, Steve. I mean, we don't. Good job, Steve. Hey, Joseph, <laughs> calm down. We don't have to. We don't have to, like, we're moving through these categories really quick. We can actually s- stop and talk about this for a minute. Well, um, I think James. Aaron? What's that? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron still, still has a vote, vote, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. Aaron, where would you put your vote? Interesting. Interesting. So, okay. <laughs> Who's locked in for sure? Who's got three votes? No one. No, no one. one. All right. So the two votes are Scotty Young. Chips and Darcy, uh, Kelly Thompson, James Tynan, and Ed Brubaker. If I can make an argument for <laughs> James Tynan for a moment. Okay, I'm just going to read off this, this murderer's row of books that he has produced throughout 2021. All of just some of the highest quality out there between Batman, The Department of Truth, Wind, DC versus Vampires, which has been awesome. Something is Killing the Children. He launched House of Slaughter this year. The Nice House on the Lake. Oh, my God. Like, but he's already on the list, Steve. Yeah, I don't think James Tynan is the one <laughs> we're fighting over. Yeah. Look, I just want to crow about it <laughs> because we, I think James Tynan, for, for a creator that has been you know on and off of these lists throughout the years. I'm going to read you a list. I'm going to read you a list. Nubia and the Amazons, Static, Children of the Atom, New Mutants. I liked half those books. There you go. I think Vita is a strong contender for this. Um, I've only read so much of Coates's uh, Captain America. Really, really loved what I read. I read, I think, the first two volumes. Uh, would love to finish it. But um, I don't know. Does anybody else feel like Super strong. Do we want to? Do we not want Chip Zdarsky on the list, and we put somebody else on? Here's the thing. Would, Even if I like threw my vote behind Vita, then we'd still be screwed in a in a, in a lock of like all these two two vote people. All right. Well, let, why don't we do this? Are we all good? Are we all good with James Tynan being one of the picks? Yeah. Well, we have to this year because next year he's going to disappear into Substack. That's true because he's on Substack, <laughs> so we're not going to see any of his work next year. Yeah. Okay. 
I also think what, okay. yes, between something is killing the children and Batman yes. and Nice House, I think James Tynan was a lock for me. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. I didn't go for him because like, to my somebody point else. From, well, go ahead, John. I was going to say I didn't put him up because people already put him up. So yeah. I, he was on my list. And okay. to my point from before, too, I think we actually never really have nominated in a meaningful way Ed Brubaker for Best Writer. Um, partly because he's always just kind of been doing his criminal or fatal or, you know, fade out kind of thing. And we've nominated those books. But he and Sean Phillips have kind of just been doing their thing in their corner and doing it better than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. But this was the first year where I've seen Ed Brubaker on Friday and Reckless yeah. criminal yeah and this and yeah. that and this and that and this and that that I finally thought like maybe this is the year that Ed Brubaker belongs on this list yeah I mean I'm 100% down with Ed Brubaker on the list mm-hmm. okay um Kelly Thompson I yes. love Kelly heck yes Kelly Thompson Black Widow's the best book on the stands <laughs> Everything she Marvel everything she writes is gold. Yeah. All right, Jeff the Land Ed, Shark for goodness sake. Oh, I need to read that. Need to get. I need to. I don't even know. I don't even see promotions for half of that Substack stuff. No, it's, it's, no, it's not, not on Substack. That's it's on Marvel uh, Unlimited. Thing. Yeah, it's Marvel Unlimited digital. Marvel oh, Unlimited oh. Infinite. Yeah, man, too many subscription services in the world. Well, I, there's hope that that'll come out the way Marvel Meow did. Oh, uh, Marvel Meow. I can I considered Marvel Meow for these so. lists. So good, so cute. All right, so James Tynan, Ed Brubaker, Kelly Thompson. We've still got Vita Ayala, Scotty Young, Chip Zdarsky, Tanahasi Coates, and Dan Slott. Um, there was a lot of I mean Chip Zdarsky. We've got Daredevil, Stillwater, All Nighter has been really cool. New Burn is off to an excellent start. Crossover number seven. Yeah, crossover. <laughs> um, for Scotty Young, the the Me You Love in the Dark and Strange Academy. I'm really surprised that Strange Academy didn't come up in other uh, areas Aaron. of this list so far. <laughs> I, I, no, it wasn't I only it. on him. I thought about it too. I, I love that it. series. I had it. Well, hope we got other categories. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I just I, I think that for the 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 written output from Scotty Young, both of the things that I can think of uh, are five star comics, both between Strange Academy and the Me You Love in the Dark. So one of the most impactful minis that I read all year, uh, and talk about sticking the landing. And you know we were worried about whether is this going to end well. Have something to say? It absolutely does, and I don't know that a lot of Writers can always get there, and and he really did. Um, you have two writers right on, on that five right now before Aaron's vote that both did work that's nominated in other categories. So it speaks to who they, who they were this year. Yeah. Yep. Just like that book, Static, that's nominated a bunch of times too. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, I think I think we have we have three locked in. I think this is a fight between. Vita, Scotty, and Chip for yeah. the last two spots, if I'm being honest. No, I think you're right. And that's no, it's absolutely no shade whatsoever to Dan Slott or Ta-Nehisi Coates. And I could be wrong, and people can come in and disagree with me entirely. So, 
So it's uh, it's a weird situation because I love 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 static. Don't love 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 Nubia. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird. That's really why I'm, I'm waffling. I actually really liked um, Chosen of the Atom. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. New Mutants. No one's reading New Mutants, really. I was I reading am, New Mutants, I man. I but, uh, I'm behind it's off a and on. It's off and on, but the last from the um, the Shadow when, King when stuff lost me. The Shadow King collected, though. That's how I'd be catching up with it. You see the arc of it. It's okay. intense. I'll go back. I think bouncing around, like going from series to series to series, following the pe- the order at the end yeah. of the each book, mm-hmm. was maybe a disservice to it some really of these is. series. Yeah. I've since I've stopped reading a lot of the books, and now I'm just reading through a lot of them, like reading through Marauders, reading through New Mutants. You see what these writers are doing with, uh, and these yeah. artists are doing with the work, and it's New Mutants has in the last two months. Like I was like, damn. This was the book. I know we were talking about Marauders a lot, but New Mutants is the book in the in the in the in the line. So, what if this is Scotty Young and Vita, and Chip Zdarsky is represented elsewhere for Daredevil and such? I was going to say Chip and Vita, but okay, I can see that. Have you read Strange well, Academy? Let, let, let yeah, Aaron make his Academy. final vote. Okay. Let Aaron make his vote, and then we'll pick among the last two. All right. Okay. If I had to vote, honestly, I I would go with Scotty Young. Okay. To be honest. So then we got Zadarsky and Vita left. Do you want to go around the table? Are we Are we taking Slot and Coates off of the list? Does sound or, funny. Bob, do you want to? I don't think I have enough traction in either case. I want to say to to back Bob. Uh, we've talked about Captain America, and and Captain America is amazing. Um, but the thing that really makes Tanahasi Codes not just an amazing kind of, I think, really makes him a valid, not valid, and nobody ever was questioning it, but like a valid kind of member of the comic book writing community. You know, he came from prose, mm-hmm. he came from fiction. Is the is sticking the landing on the Black Panther run? Like yeah. it's it's a really great ending. And then it probably last March, I think. It was, it was it's a while since it ended, but uh, he he's really kind of established. And now he's going to be doing Superman, so you know he's got some stuff coming that that I think will. Uh, he, he belongs in the medium, as it were. Yes. All right. Um. I mean, we can throw Coates' name back into the ring. Um. I think maybe it's safe to take Dan Slot off the list. Yeah. yeah, we did get Fantastic Four in there for Bride of Doom, and we still have another category. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we have one spot left: Chip, Tanahasi, Vita. This is really this is this is the part of this that is not fun. Yeah, let's go around the table. So who is the options again? Chip, Tanahasi, Vita. Okay. Yep. yep. Vita Ayala, Tanahasi Coates, Chip Zdarsky, John. Oh God, start with me. Why, um, Chip? Okay. Um, Joey. Vita. Bob. Tanahasi Coates. Oh God! <laughs> All right, hold on a minute. 
<laughs> Maybe you don't want to go last this time, Steve. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. <laughs> you may want to have other books win something. I'm sorry, man. I gotta, I gotta go, Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> oh, I'm having arguments with myself. In my it's opinion. really tough to go last and be the tiebreaker. It sucks. It's fine. It's fine. Because okay. if you if you pick Vita, we're gonna have to go around the room again. Well, no, it's there'll, Bob. Only be, there'll be only be two of them. We only have two. So if he wants to vote for Vita, we have. It'll definitely be solved in the next round of voting because Tanisi Coates is out, having only gotten one vote. All right. And then Bob just needs to vote. Really. <laughs> All right. I gotta go with. Uh... You know what? On the strength of the book, I really, really, really love. I'm gonna go with Vita. My man! Oh, whoa! Oh, just, this I is really, their year, I, man. Children no, of the Atom. No, don't get me wrong. I loved <laughs> um, crossover. Crossover number seven. <laughs> um, and I, I love Nuki. Like, I gotta tell you. So, but I just Static is just hitting all the spots for me right now. Now I am just opening a PayPal account. So he's <laughs> like Venmo, Venmo. I'll take NFTs. You know. I'll, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I, get to, I get to vote here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're it, Bob. You're the deciding vote between Vita or Vita. Chip. Vita. Oh. Okay. My heart. I'll remember this, Bob, for the next round. And just to be clear, this was my vote was literally entirely based on static. Because I'm not loving uh Nubia, but I really liked um Children of the Atom. It, it remember I, I at when we were talking about the last couple of issues, I was like, that book really sort of made a turn and, and made all made sense. I'm, again, I'm very excited about Nubia, and I've only read one issue of Static, so getting the chance to catch up with that will cement what my vote just was, I'm pretty sure. All right, so that's it. We've got our best writer category. Hot damn. Uh, our nominations are James Tynan IV, Vita Ayala, Ed Brubaker, Kelly Thompson, and Scotty Young. Wow. Look at Scotty Young getting on the best writer list. He was our breakthrough. Baby variant man going to best writer. I think it was breakthrough artist at one point, too. So this is a triple crown. Actually, three of these, Kelly Thompson, Scotty Young, and Vita, were on breakthrough lists in the last few years. And now here they are. That's amazing. That's awesome. You love to see it. Yep. You do love to see it. All right, let's move to the next category so no hard feelings happen. (laughs) (laughs) um all right let me uh get all set up here our next category is best artist uh bob why don't you go first for her stunning work on black widow elena casagrande those battle layouts are incredible but matched by the the smaller moments where you see nat nat and james together and so many smaller moments that really just shine joel jones because well joel jones and because uh well not because stay fine print sunstone achilles shield maiden 
and Queen of the Windborn all in one year. Mm. So one of the absolute masters of just a, a fine art comic book, managing all those emotions and subtle gestures and yet still tearing it up on the big picture. So Elena Casagrande, Joel Jones, Stepan Shage. How many lists have, has Stepan shown up on throughout the years? Oh, Talking Comics Hall of Fame, I believe. Seriously. Yeah. Last year's every breakthrough, year. Every for year. breakthrough writer. Way back. Oh, year. What year was this? Oh, this was 2015 that I'm looking at here. Wow. All right. Um, 17. Yeah. Jesus. Artist. There he is again. All right. Um, Aaron, what are your picks for best artist? All right. I got some Umberto Ramos. I got some Stuart Eminen. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Stuart Eminen. Oh, crap. No, wait a second. I'm sorry. Umberto Ramos, Phil Jimenez, and R.B. Silva. John, why don't you go next? Uh, Pepe Larraz, Dan Mora, R.B. Silva. What did uh, Pepe Larraz do this X-Men, year? X-Men. Planet Size X-Men and X-Men. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't need to write that down. I just need to double this up. Sorry for hearing all the tapping, folks. I... Uh, Trying to keep up with everything, and I have to keep muting and unmuting myself. And I'm getting messages from my boss. Why? Um, uh, I will read this later. My my new series. Well, you're going to be hearing this weeks from now. But uh, my new anim- my new series on Joe Blow has launched. So go and check it out. It's called Animation Movies Revisited. Uh, it is a retrospective documentary ish presentation thing that I'm doing along with my video editing partner, Jasmine. She is a very, very talented uh, young artist and we're going to be killing it, going back and looking at some of the best animated films of all time and uh, talking about them, digging into their production values and uh, seeing how they were made and everything like that. So I'll be promoting the shit out of this by the time you hear this podcast. But if you haven't uh, gone and checked it out yet, please do. Because I need the money, and I would like to really write this stuff. What? I'm sorry. I thought we had a task here that we were doing. Yeah. I got, look, I can edit it out. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, Elena Cascarande, Joel Jones, Stepan, Umberto, R.B. Silva with two, Phil Jimenez, Pepe Larraz, Dan Mora. Uh, who's next? Yourself you or and Joey. Joey. Uh, Joey, why don't you go? Elena Casagrande. Felipe Andrade. And Sean Phillips. Uh, Elena Casagrande. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Rachel Smythe. I did have someone else. And even though I feel that they should be on this list... You know what? No, I am going to do it. Uh, Alvaro uh, Martinez Bueno, who is the artist for The Nice House on the Lake. And those are my three. All right. Well, this is going to be a time. Yes. (laughs) Well, we got Elena Casagrande is already locked in, and I believe R.B. Silva is also a lock. I'm cool cool with those two. Uh, R.B. Silva got two votes. 
So, and those were on core lists. So, I mean, that's, that sounds like it. Yeah. It works. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's whittle this down, I guess. Three right. spots, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten artists. Good luck. <laughs> um, let me make sure I have everybody. So we've got Rachel Smythe, Felipe Andrade, um, Sean Phillips, Joel Jones, Stepan, Humberto, Phil uh, Jimenez, Pepe Larraz, and Dan Mora. And Alvaro Bueno. Right. Mm. Yeah, I'm waffling. Oh, he's going to pull a vote back. Oh, he's going to pull it back. Oh, no. I'm going to pull my vote back and I'm going to put my vote behind Felipe Andrade. Whoa. Yeah. Many Deaths of Layla Star is when we when we do this again in another 10 years and talk about like best of the best, Layla Star will be on my list for that. And it's largely due to the just outstanding talk about like an artist that I loved for many years doing talking comics that kind of disappeared a little bit, but then came back with this and delivered in every sense of the word. I, I love Felipe Andrade so much. So Elena Casagrande, Felipe Andrade and RB Silva. We got two spots left. Sean Phillips, Rachel Smythe, Joel Jones, Stepan, Humberto, Phil Jimenez, Pepe Larraz, Dan Mora. There's a lot of people on this list. Uh, does anybody want to go to bat for someone specific? Uh, Aaron? I'm, I'm actually, I mean, just the Humberto Ramos stuff. Um, yeah, Strange Academy. That's I'm right there with you, man. That's all I can say. Strange Academy. That book is gorgeous to look at and just it fits those characters. Personalities fly off the page because of that work, that artwork. Um, I just feel like Umberto Ramos is just really just he's doing he's being very extra with that book. So I, I, I will go behind Umberto Ramos any day. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put a little asterisk next to that. Uh, John, who are you? Who are you really feeling on this list? If there are only two spots left, who's one of your strongest contenders? I I think that people are forgetting how blown away they were by planet-sized X-Men and Pepe Larraz's artwork with the terraforming of Mars, and the the he's the go-to Hickman artist for everything that we've loved going back to house of X, uh, his first three issues of X-Men with Dugan blew everybody away. He's just become a phenomenal artist and he is the gold standard at Marvel. And I think sometimes he does, he's underappreciated because of the caliber of writers he's with that. We don't always give him the, the same contributions when those great stories are nothing without his incredible artwork. I don't, I listen, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I think Pepe Larraz's work in, in those books is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I did. I went through planet size X-Men like two or three times because I just love looking at it and it just, yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's not wrong. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, Phil Jimenez. 
do we want to keep his name on this list or do we want to group uh, for what we're going to do a little bit later? Because if we're not going to do that, then he absolutely needs to be on this list. I think it's part, I think of, that's the, part of the the bigger picture, honestly. But to, he should be on this list, but there's a reason. <laughs> there's another discussion to come soon. But Well, I think we've we've left everybody who's contributed to that book off the list until... Yeah. yeah, so I think leaving him here when we're going to give a distinction to yeah. that He's later. already won. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to take Phil Jimenez off of this list. How dare it? Okay, it's fine. Hey, listen, listen. Yeah. We got a plan. It's okay. It's Nothing is fucked here, dude. Ooh, wow, that's just very... It's Big Lebowski. Very, very, uh, okay. No, do you... No, no, I know you didn't just... Uh, Big Lebowski. I never understood the thing with that movie. Wait, there's, uh, a whole, there's a whole podcast we could do. Movies that, that you don't get that everyone else loves. Exactly. Whoa. Okay. Steve, it's okay. Is it? It's not the yeah, time we're for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, am I going to be able to sway anybody besides maybe Bob, although there are some other really heavy hitters here for Rachel Smythe? I think I might be. I think since Laura Olympus made it into uh, best ongoing, I believe it was. Yeah, you got no, you got no back for that. I'm no. really taken with her work, but as you say, there are some heavy hitters on this list. We still have only two spots, so let's see. All right, I, I'm taking her off the list. I concede. Um, Sean Phillips. Yeah. Are we keeping oh, Sean great. Phillips? You don't on have the list. to. I, I have the same logic as I did with putting Ed Brubaker on the writers mm-hmm. list. You know, it just it takes a lot to say. Yeah, I'm gonna do three graphic novels in a year. Uh, and and still do all your regular stuff too, um, and for it to be as good as it is, um, and again, it's just another artist that, just like Ed Brubaker, we've talked about their books every year, whether it's Fatal or Fade Out or Criminal or um, Killer Be Killed, but we never give them the nod, and it felt like this year, like I said, they were like, screw it, we're going to do Pulp. And then if you think we're done, we're going to do three more graphic novels in one year. Uh, I think this is the year for the two of them. That's my logic for having Sean and Ed. That's a strong argument. All right. I'll go. I know. All right, Bob. I know not everyone's as bound to Stepan Shage as artwork as I am around here. But I don't know that that's the case. But considering his output in this year. Again, fine print the new series, continuing Sunstone, continue just excellence in that case. A new volume of Death Vigil is on its way, and he's been posting those up. Achilles Shield Maiden, which is a whole kaiju Pacific Rim sort of book, as well as uh, Queen and the Woodborne. And he's, and he's writing a novel while he's at it. Mm-hmm. it and he's got Ponderworld. Well, that's Linda. That's his wife. Oh, that's Linda. My that's bad. Linda, which is also marvelous and up for, uh, I think, Best Webtoon Award for the year. But he's in all these various genres and kills on every single one of them. And yes, the, the big thing, giant monsters and demons, great. It is that his people are so relatable and wonderful. And in, in an era in comics where there's a lot of 
house style sort of things. And it's those people who break the mold. He created his own. He's got his own genre and his own style that no one else approaches, as far as I'm concerned. Is Dan Mora going to make this list this year? I can pull Dan Mora. I, I think his work on on Once in Once Future, Future is, is amazing. But, and Batman Detective, too. And Batman Detective, but I don't know if it's in the caliber of what we're talking about here. And I think he's still growing as an artist, and he'll probably be able to come back up in a year or two. Uh, is this the year for Joel Jones? No, probably not. Okay. Only because so we're down only, to one book and some covers. What it is is yeah. magnificent, but it's really only Wonder Girl, uh, the the uh, Wonder Woman Future State, and Bibs and Bobs. Right. All right. So we've got uh, Elena Casagrande, Felipe Andrade, and R.B. Silva as locks with two spots left. Sean Phillips, Stepan, Humberto Ramos, which Aaron threw his uh, his final vote behind. Uh, and then Pepe Larraz. Should we lock Humberto Ramos in? Well, he, no. no, that was just Aaron's. Oh, that was just Aaron's Aaron, core, Aaron, vote? Yeah. core vote? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We shouldn't say we shouldn't lock him in, but it was just a core vote, not a double. Okay. So we've got two spots for four people. So yeah. Phillips, Sage, uh Ramos, or Larraz. This is a tough, tough, tough vote. Do we want to go around the table and vote for two? Let's see what happens. <laughs> well, who, who chose Stefan Sage and who else? Laraz? Laraz, Ramos, Sage, and Phillips. Um, Bob, what would your two votes be? Well, I was going to say Dan Mora, but he's off the list, John. Um, Stefan well, uh, Sage. The continuing excellence idea hits me very big with Sean Phillips. Okay. Uh, John, what do you think? LaRoz and Phillips. For <laughs> a little venom in that voice just now. LaRoz. Be clear. Uh, Aaron, why don't you go next? Well, I already said Ramos. So okay, so what's one? Guy. All right, we're going to go with Laraz. Joey. Stepan Sage and uh, Sean. I mean, my heart says Humberto Ramos and um, Stepan. Well, it's, it's interesting that your heart went that way because Stepan and Sean Phillips then both have three votes. Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. Oh, I, try, I, tried, I tried for Humberto Ramos, Aaron. I'm sorry. You're all bastards. I failed you. <laughs> I really do love Strange Academy so much, and I agree with you that the artwork really makes those characters come to life on those pages. It's like Sweet Tooth all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but in reverse. <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Sorry, John. We got one more That's category. All right. That's all I'm saying. No Pepe. We're not done yet. No Pepe. Best overall year. comic. Pepe Larraz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you just wait. I got you it. You could nominate a single issue. I got it. It's fine. It I'm aware, Joey. He's like, shut your hole. I got it. <laughs> all right, John, since you since you're all fired up, why don't you uh we have to read the nominees. Oh right, Arby okay. Silva, Elena <laughs> Casagrande, Felipe Andre, Sean Phillips, Stepan Shech. That's an awesome list. That is a good list. 
It is indeed. All right. It is what? Oh, don't don't throw that on me. <laughs> All right. Oh God, I need to eat. I'm starving. I'm category. Um, last one, baby. Last last category for this year's awards. Uh, kind of, sorta. We still have one left after this, but we're doing it later. Uh, best overall comic. This is a 10, 10 voter, right? So we each get five. That's mm-hmm. right. Whew. All right. I want John to go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Ascender by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. Planet Sized X Men number one by Jerry Dugan and Pepe Larraz. There you go. Good, John. Good work. Surprised. Uh, yeah. Batman by Tynan and Jorge Jimenez. And Black Widow by Thompson and Casagrande. And I'm going to leave my fifth open. Oh, sneaky. Oh, you sneaky. He just learned really quickly. It's that teacher thing you and Joey have going, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, Joey, why don't you go next? Die. That's right. Lay the Star, Nubia, Real One, Seven Secrets, and Reckless. The series. <sighs> Damn. All right. This is, is going to be really tough. Uh, Aaron, why don't you go next? All right. We have. Wait, where the hell did my list go? Oh, there it is. No, where is it? Oh, okay. Fantastic Four. Strange Academy. Seven Secrets. X Men. I'm going to hold. <laughs> Bob I second Black Widow Okay Captain America Captain Marvel Adventure Man Sunstone Alright that was Sunstone Captain Marvel Captain America Black, Black Widow, Widow and Adventure Man Okay oh boy Give us five um, new ones, Steve, so that we have a full list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have uh, I don't have five new ones. Sorry. Oh, that's good. That's good though. That's good. All right. Um, die. For one, um, Black Widow, Many Deaths of Layla Star, Nice House on the Lake, and Laura Olympus. So Black Widow, Die, Seven Secrets, and The Many Deaths of Layla Star are on the list. I'm going to make a move here. Okay. I love Nubia Real One. I'm glad it's on the graphic novels list. I'm going to pull it here and throw behind planet-sized X-Men. Whoa. Currying favor for next year, I see. Well, I still have an open vote. And I'm going to throw it behind Reckless. Ah, I didn't even have that on the list. There it is. Does anybody else still have a... Uh... Aaron, Aaron. I Aaron, he's lurking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, about, what, what do we have so far? All right, um, I'll read you. All right, so Ascender, Batman, Fantastic Four, Strange Academy, X-Men, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Sunstone, Adventureland, Adventure Man, sorry. Um, Islander, I can tell, Steve. Yep. Uh, I almost died there. <laughs> um, 
Nice House on the Lake and Lore Olympus. Captain Marvel. Whoa. All right. So with John and Aaron casting their votes, that puts Planet X-Men uh, number planet sized X Men number one on the list, uh, and Captain Marvel on the list as well. And reckless, and reckless. All right, we've got three slots left, and we've got Ascender, Batman, Fantastic Four, Strange Academy, X Men, Captain America, Sunstone, Adventure Man, Nice House on the Lake, and Lore Olympus. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you on Strange Academy. I'm with I'm with both of you on that. I mean, that book's amazing. Yeah. Have either, uh, Bob, have either you or Joey no. uh, checked that out yet? Mm-mm. I'm mm. up to maybe issue. The last issue I read was the field trip one. Mm. I think it's amazing. I love it. I love it so much, but I'm reading it on Marvel Unlimited. So I'm like, yeah, so am I. I'm going to take. It's my favorite. But I'm going to take the nice house on the lake off of this list. I love that book so much, but it's represented elsewhere, and I can already feel the winds. I think I'll pull Batman and and go back. I'll go with Fantastic Four, but the Bride of Doom and everything that's going on now, I and the Reckoning War coming on the I'm Reckoning War that. and with the Halloween so, issue so, alone sold me. So then we're here. Black Widow, Die, Layla Star, Seven Secrets, Planet-Sized X-Men, Reckless, Captain Marvel, Fantastic Four, maybe Strange Academy is nine. Yeah, I'd say Strange Academy's in there. So that's nine. It leaves us with one spot left. Um, John, as much as I love, really love Descender and Ascender, I don't know that it's going to make this list. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm with you. I just want, I thought it... I'd put it out there, but I understand completely. Yeah. One of the coolest follow-ups to an already amazing series that I've ever read. Mm-hmm. He wants definitely, definitely check it out. It. He wants people to right. know about it. Yeah. Go read it. <laughs> um, so that was that leave us. X-Men. Is X-Men, is X-Men making this list? I don't With- think so. Not with planet size already on it. Yeah, yeah. All I right. would go of, of like if I think about this year in terms of X Men, I would first think New Mutants, but I've already had this conversation. Uh, <laughs> the second thing I would think is what was the book where they literally terraformed Mars? Oh yeah, planetary planetary X Men, planet sized X Men. Um, so that's that's the that's the issue that I would go to. Yeah, that was on my that was on my would be single issues yeah. list mm-hmm. as well. I remember coming out of that book and just being like, what the hell did I just read? Yeah. Really impressive stuff. So we have one spot left. Two books. It looks like. Is it two? I thought, uh, Laura Olympus, adventure man, Sunstone, Captain America. I don't think, I don't think there's any traction for cap just because there is the art problem. And I don't think everyone's caught up. Right. It's so really great that. though. And just like Bob saying, like, and he and I had tons of conversations on the show about it, but like, mm-hmm. it's really, really good. It deserved better artwork yep. in the same way that I think some of the, one of the things that has really saved fantastic four in the last, maybe last year in particular compared to like its first year is a lot more consistency in the artwork on fantastic yeah. four. Yeah. The there's so year. much between artists that first run. You start with yes, this. Yes. Uh, uh, 
Sarah Pacelli. Pacelli. And then how do you follow that? And they didn't very well. Yeah. yeah. But then once RB Silva jumped on and you kind of had more artists that fill in in a similar style, like Nico Leon. Really, yeah. 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 Really found its footing. Cap, it just never found its visual footing, no matter what Coates was able to do with that story. No. It just, it's like they just wanted to crank it out and they gave it I to know. whoever. It's such a bummer because it's that sort of the Gene think, Willow Wilson thing on Wonder Woman. Yeah, yes, she told I think a great story, but the art sabotaged it every turn. If they had put like Pepe Larraz or Ramos or any of these other artists that we're talking about to just mm-hmm. do Captain America, yeah. I think it would have been incredible from the jump. Great. Yeah. But anyway, two spots. Sorry, one spot, bunch of books. What do we got? Uh, one spot left. We have Sunstone, Adventure Man, and Lore Olympus. Um, does I feel like everybody has either read some of Sunstone and or are fans of Adventure Man, but if I'm not going to get any support for Lore Olympus, I'll. Uh, I think it's. I've not read Sunstone in a while, and I've not caught up on the two issues of adventure man i just lore olympus is really really something special but if nobody else has checked it out i don't know that i'm gonna be able to get support for it i haven't read it sorry same you want to do the table i mean that would be my vote of the three but if nobody else is gonna back me up on it i can take it off the list Let's leave it for now and see where we go. Just, just to yeah, right. do the, we may have to do come the around table. Them. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, do the table just, run. Yeah, let me just talk about, yeah quickly about Sunstone though. I, you, not everyone may have been caught up, and everyone's fans of what Stepan's art looks like. But the, the story he's told, sort of in flashback from the very beginning of Ali and Lisa and their growing love in that community that that the BDSM community that where the book is set. As when he was on the show, as we were discussing that the idea of trust and communication that makes that work is is analogous to what makes relationships work outside of that community, and you see that with every character he brings into the book. You're now telling stories about Allie and Alan from before in college, and new people being thrust into this mix. That eventually, when we get to volume twenty-seven which is the plan and the wedding, finally. It's amazing that you can tell a story that you know where it has to end because you, you've, they've already described themselves as married and still have it be a surprise every time you read something new that he puts out. So for me, the, mm. a, a book that I had to be coerced into reading, I had read Death Vigil and, and loved it, and have someone at a store tell me, you know, forget that this is sealed in plastic because it's for grownups. It's 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 hysterical and sexy without really being sexualized despite what's going on. And just so winning in terms of the personalities of the characters involved. And that all springs from him, from Stepan Shayev. So I'm huge fan of Sunstone for this year and for every other year it's been out. I love that Bob has to pit himself against his choices. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if I can go to bat for Lore Olympus really quick, I know that not too many have checked it out, but this book is, it's romantic and it's sweet and it's sexy and it's sultry and it's just doing things with characters that you've known your whole life and putting them in a whole new light or different one, I should say. 
Um, its book is so engaging. You get so involved with these characters, you feel for them immediately, and you're pulled into this wild world. The, the art from Rachel Smythe is just incredible. It looks so good. It's so dreamlike and just pulls you into this entirely different world. Um, Sunstone and Adventure Man do that too. But I think as far as like highlighting something fresh and something different and something really evocative, Lore Olympus is a really good pick uh, for the final one on this list. But that's just for me. Um, if Lore Olympus is not going to make it, I would throw my weight behind Sunstone. All right, Aaron, what are you feeling? For no other reason than I think he's so passionate about it and wants to get it out there to the people, I'll put my weight behind Lore Olympus. Okay. I appreciate you. Remember this day. <laughs> John, what are you feeling? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I don't, I'm not, hmm, I'm not feeling all, any of them. You're not married to, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I, I've read Sunstone up I, the first few volumes, but I'm way behind. Adventure Man, the first four were amazing, but I haven't caught up. So I, I don't feel a connection. And then your passion is actually. Well, I'll also put this out there. And I don't know how, if it carries much weight against these other two, but like Lore Olympus is also from a different comic book uh, distributor app, whatever you like. It's a webtoon making it onto best overall comic. We've never had that before. I mean, so like, is this Sunstone. Is some... So is Sunstone though. Yeah. <laughs> what on Tapas? No, it's it's a it's a web comic. It's, he yeah. posted on his Patreon. It goes through DeviantArt long before it gets printed. If this indicates anything, my, my my vote would be for Sunstone. Okay, let's do it too, John. It's on you, buddy. Welcome to the uh, game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Sunstone. Whoa! Sorry, Steve. I'm just I I'm just I have never I haven't I haven't even seen it. So go look it up before you cast oh, your vote. Oh, go. Oh, we have to. Aren't we? Aren't we reading Laura Olympus already? Isn't that nominated in another category? It's nominated for best ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. Sunstone's not. I. I. I let's. I want more representation on the list. I will read Laura Olympus for the best ongoing. Let's. I. I Stapon deserves to be on this list somewhere. He is no, best artist. No, on on, I mean, on a book list. Yeah, like on with death, like his with, his with Death Vigil and Fine Print and Sunstone out in the same year. This is his writing and art. This is that best ongoing is a, the collective effort. This is all right. That's it. Best overall comic category is decided. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got. It's just, there might be there might maybe, be one on this maybe. list that I'm like. Ah. Maybe someone else could read the nominees for best overall. <laughs> Bob, Steve why don't you why don't you go ahead? Our ten nominees for best overall comic of twenty twenty one are Black Widow, Seven Secrets, Die, The Many Deaths of Layla Starr, Planet Size X Men, Reckless, the entire thing, Captain Marvel, Strange Academy, Fantastic Four, Sunstone. Yeah, boy. All right. Uh, why don't we go through the other... Do you have the other categories, or you want me to jump in here? I have them. I don't know what order they're going to be in, because they've been piled up on over here. But here we go. For Best Writer, Kelly Thompson, 
Ed Brubaker, James Tynan IV, Scotty Young, Vita Ayala. For Best Artist, R.B. Silva, Elena Casagrande, Felipe Andrade, Sean Phillips, Stepan Shage. Best TV show from a comic book original, it's WandaVision, Hawkeye, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Superman and Lois, and Stargirl. Best movie from a comics property, Shang-Chi, The Suicide Squad, The Eternals, Black Widow, Batman The Long Halloween, Parts 1 and 2. Our best miniseries, The Me You Love in the Dark, Many Deaths of Layla Starr, Mom, Harley Quinn, The Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, Other History of the DC Universe, Carmen, Represent, Kara Zarel, Superwoman, The Good Asian, Beta Ray Bill. For best ongoing, Once in Future, X-Men, Daredevil, Black Widow, Fantastic Four, Seven Secrets, The Department of Truth, Runaways, Laura Olympus, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Best new comic, Nice House on the Lake, Superman, Son of Kal-El, Static, Wonder Girl, Dark Blood. Our favorite story arcs, That Texas Blood, Ebersole, Nightwing, Leaping, Seven Secrets, Volume 2, Fantastic Four, The Bride of Doom, Daredevil, Lockdown. Breakthrough Artist, Martin Simmons, John Timms, Juni Ba, Leila Laiz, Walt Barna. Breakthrough Writer, Tom Taylor, Steve Orlando, David Pepos, Torin Grunbeck, Stephanie Cook. Original Graphic Novel, Nubia, The Real One. Run, Paranorthern, The Secret of Superhuman Strength. The Unfinished Corner, Wake, Reckless Volume 2, Friend of the Devil, Making Friends, Third Time's the Charm, Cyclopedia Exotica, Renegade Rule. Nice. That's, those are, that's, that's a good year. There's some books on that list. That's mm-hmm. that's a that is a list of books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we did it. We're done. Not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. We got the one. Speaking of books, what? we have oh, a lot yeah. of special merit. Uh, just out after three years of work, which was then topped by some supply side delays and paper issues at DC and some other things. The black label book, Wonder Woman, Historia of the Amazons, came out just a week or so ago. It's written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, drawn by Phil Jimenez. We have color by Hi-Fi, Arif Prianto, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and our letters are, of course, by Clayton Cowles. Listing those credits in that way does disservice to, to the work that was done here by all those people I just named. This is as I spoke about last week, one of the most amazing things I've ever read. The art is a leap upwards from someone who is a really already a master. Kelly Sutaconic's words re- recasting the history of the Amazons using some of what George Perez put into place way back 35 years ago, amplifying it with this new set of gods and a new attitude and messaging. This is an amazing piece of work that is going to last a very long time in people's memories. This is instant classic, as I said, when I discussed this book. It is something special. And so it, it receives our award of special merit for 2021. And there are eight more of these to come. Oh, oh my God. Amazing. Yeah, I just, two things to add to that. 
This is masterclass comic book making with Wonder Woman Historia and also a very valuable education as well. Mm-hmm. Just top tier stuff from every creator involved all the way down to the editors and whoever decided to get this team together, organized everything and made it happen after so many years and the pandemic and everything else in between for this, for this thing that will eventually be a wonder woman tome to have arrived with this just mind blowing first installment. I, it was a wake up call for me when I opened this book, I was just like, damn, I almost forgot that comic books can be this too. And I'm, I'm proud to own it in multiple, multiple ways because that's just the way we bought it. But uh, just mind blowing. So good. Anybody else want to come out there for uh, wonder woman Historia? No, I, I echo every single sentiment said today. Mm-hmm. This was something that as I was reading it, I felt like I had to reach out to someone and say, please read this. And so I yeah. did. And I was just like, you got to, you got to, here, just listen, here's how you get into my account. Go in there and read this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what I did. So I, I could not agree more. It did not. You know, oftentimes it's, it's possible to have so much anticipation around something that it doesn't seem like it lives up to the expectation but this didn't exceed it so get on board yes 100 percent uh john or joey do you want to say anything else for uh wonder woman uh i just concur whatever everybody else says it's an amazing book everybody should go read it in hard Uh copy preferably in yes. hard copy. Read yes, it it's harder physically on digital. if you can. If not, just read it. Oh, is it? You, you read it digitally? The, yeah. The hard copy. I read it both now, but I couldn't get it at first because of hard supply cover. issues. Yeah. So I borrowed right. it. Yeah. yeah. As Steve says, we, we want this in a tome. We want this one of those giant books. Yeah. All, all the pieces of this. By the way, Steve, have you gotten your autograph copy yet? I have not gotten any of my mail, Bob. Okay. <laughs> uh, they, were mailed, they were mailed last Saturday from the West Coast. To, to us on the east, so it's probably still a couple of days away. It's going to probably be a little while for me here in Canada. Everything takes a little bit longer. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it takes another like week to a week and a half for that to arrive here, uh, especially with holiday uh, traffic and stuff like that in the uh, the old post office. Royal Mail? Are you Royal Mail? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Already. I have a, I have evidently a package being held at customs that has illegal uh, things in it, and there's a warrant out for my arrest. Ooh. So I'm uh, trying to avoid the post office for right now. Wow! If they drop something off to me, that's fine. But uh, we'll see. I think it's it's a, it's a, it's totally a spam call. But what's messing me up is like I did a favor for this guy called Jesus Hands. He was the one that um, <laughs> come on. I'm serious. No, he he was the artist that like however many months ago he changed the Hollywood sign to Hollyweed. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. So I I did a story on him for the website, and he ended up getting in contact with me the whole bit. Anyway, long story short, he he wanted to send me a care package Oops. for the favor that I did him, and so he evidently sent that to me. It never arrived, and now every couple of days. 
I get a phone call that's supposedly from border security telling me that I have a package with illegal substances in it and that there's a warrant for my arrest. Here's the bullshit part, though. They know where I live. Oh, they they especially know where you. Yeah, they bring the box with them yeah. and arrest you with Your all the on it. Yeah, look, <laughs> I gave them everything but my teeth when I became a permanent resident here in Canada. They know where I am, so it's totally spam. But it's just it's amazing how many times I've blocked this number and they still manage to make it through and call me every couple of days yeah. to make me fall for their shit. It's so funny. Get the mountain show up at your door, yeah. <laughs> But uh, if I ever disappear and get arrested, you'll know it's all Jesus' hands' fault. Hey, just hold this. Be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. Yeah. Good times. I think we we'll have, see we, you in Gen, Gen Pop. Yeah, exactly. I think we have one more thing to do, and it is Wonder Woman related. Um, yes. A couple, couple weeks back, but only days passed from when we're recording this, and we want to wait for this, this moment to discuss it. Comic book titan george perez no pun intended there announced on social media that he has uh, been diagnosed with terminal cancer hmm. and yeah. he's been given six to 12 months uh, of life in the statement he, he he wrote out it is the epitome of what george perez has been to his fans through all these years if anyone's ever had the chance to meet him at a convention even to just walk up to him and shake his hand he is if, if he isn't the nicest man in comics, I don't know who is. It, it mm-hmm. is just, if you want to get something signed by George, you had to be ready to wait because he had time for everyone and lots of it and sketches and he'd sign whatever you want. He posed for picture, he posed for one picture that I love of that this young woman was cosplaying as Supergirl. They reenacted the, the Crisis on Infinite Earths cover that he had drawn <laughs> all those years before. And what he's decided to do is to not take any chemotherapy or any radiation because he'd like the last years of his life, last weeks of his life, what could be, we don't even know, in the, in the company of his family and not in hospital rooms and doctors and messed up by the treatment that would only slightly prolong where his life is. Mm-hmm. To go with this, he has now said he is going to make sure for his fans he will try to get a book signing together that people can do some stuff. He'd still like to do one last public appearance at a time when most people forget being a celebrity or artist would not be thinking of all these unnamed unfaced hordes clamoring to see him one last time. He is still out there for us. If there's not a character he's ever drawn that wasn't perfect, that wasn't on model he is the reason we have the Wonder Woman we have today is George Perez, after after the crisis, went back to basics in the same way that John Byrne did with Superman, and what a gift that is for all of us who are fans of that character, as well as of the Fantastic Four and the Avengers and the Justice League and how many can we name that he was the perfect artist for? There are very few artists in comics who would get that accolade on multiple titles. And George Perez is that sort of guy. So our thoughts are with his family and with George, and thank you for everything. Absolutely. Thank you, Bob. Absolutely. You're welcome. Keep them all in our thoughts, for sure. Okay. That's going to do it, right? What's all of our 
all of our business. That's it. We will. We've teased our top twenty, which we 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 haven't figured out how or what form it will be in for you to listen to, but it is coming as well. Yeah, like I said, we're gonna we're we're gonna be launching our Patreon. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna be hashing out our uh, top top twenty of the Talking Comics era. Uh, on a special show we may release that to everybody just because it is a part of the awards we don't know that we want to hold that back but we'll see it might be a timed release type of thing but um like i said we'll have some exciting guests we'll have some new shows going up if you want to join that uh for us we'll be announcing like tiers and pricing and how you can get involved and everything like that in a little bit once we get back from our vacation but yeah this is this is it for us for a little while now comes the uh the task of looking at these massive lists and reading and rereading a bunch of stuff over the next couple of weeks and then coming back and voting on everything. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's always a good time. And uh, like I said earlier, when we started recording earlier today, 10 years doing this show and doing these award shows, this is really something special that we're all still here doing this. And um, you from the beginning, Steve. So props to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> never getting rid of me. <laughs> I uh, no, it's a, it's an honor, you know. Like I, I haven't really belonged to a lot of things, and I'm really, really happy that in the the later years of my life, post twenties, that I managed to find this, you know this little collective of people and some people have come and gone and we've all had some, you know, really special friends join the show and take breaks and some will be coming back in the new year. We'll kind of rotate uh, a little bit once we get back into our rhythm, have uh, Nikki and Melissa back onto the show as well as a bunch of other guests. And uh, you know, regardless of how many people listen, regardless of how many people like decide to show up for the Patreon once we launch it and everything like that, I just, I am glad that this connection is still here and that comics are still bringing me together with my friends week in and week out to talk about art and stories and people that we love. It's in a world where there's a lot of ugliness and there's a lot of terrible things happening and there's a lot of progress to be made. It's nice to have that little escape every week and talk about positive things and talk about things that help us in, in those moments of, of kind of feeling like we're down and out. And uh, I think that is, is not to be taken for granted because no. uh, you never know what the future might bring. And, and, you know, every week that we're on this podcast is uh, is a really good memory and a really good time. Some laughs, some tears, some making fun of each other. <laughs> it's uh it's all good. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, Steve. I, my hobby began because I was a sick little kid getting allergy shots, and my dad, because I took it well, stop at the candy store, have an egg cream, read some, bring some comics home. And that, that act of kindness from 60 years ago brought me this group of friends behind the mic, out in the ether, in real life. Wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen. Well said. Amen. All right. All hands in. <laughs> Woo!
on three. All right, on three. We're going to get out of here. One, two, three. Uh, no, seriously. Um, go to TalkingComicBooks.com. Preferably go on your desktop because I don't know what's going on with the mobile app, but we'll try to figure that out during the break as well. Uh, looking forward to new shows coming to the Talking Comics feeds uh, between Thirsty on Tune and our comic book movie podcast that we'll be launching as well as a variety show that'll be uh, a little bit different each time and uh, some Patreon-related uh, request shows as well. Uh, we'll feel it out. We'll see. We'll see what people are what the feedback is when they, when they join up, like I said, we'll be sure to tweet that out, let you know all the details uh, when the regular show comes back and when everything is operational, we're looking forward to doing it. Uh, it's been a long time coming. It's something that's needed to be revamped for a long time. Uh, and we hope to do it right this time. And, you know, we'll need your feedback to let us know if we're doing a good job or not. So please uh, feel free to share your thoughts and opinions at talking comic books, uh, on Twitter and podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com is the email. Uh, Bob, would you like to wish everyone well before we go? Yes, we, again, we are blessed to, to have been doing this for so long. And that happens because of you folks out there who supported us in person, as well as through the podcast itself. And we are entering a new year that hopefully will be better for everyone certainly can't be much worse than it's been the last couple. Yeah. And we hope that all of you and yours have had a wonderful holiday season and look forward to a great new year with all of you. Oh, that was lovely, Bob. Uh, Joey, for you. Hip, hip, new year. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. What they said. It's been great. Looking forward to what comes next. John. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, celebrate. Be merry. Be safe. Be careful. And uh, make sure you make sure you get out there for New Year's. I know it's a little scary out there right now, but uh, celebrate and just be glad to be a part of this thing that we call life. Thank you so much for joining us for the nomination podcasts. Uh, this is Talking Comics. We'll catch you next time on the Talking Comics podcast to be continued. <laughs>